Kesiniya. Listening to CITR Radio FM 102, cable 88.5, British Columbia. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And who do we have in the studio today? Hello, who are you? We are the authorities. And authorities, a bit closer to the mic, if you could, please. We are. And now that you're closer to the mic, could you please introduce who are the authorities? Please introduce. I'm Curtis Clyde Hall. Brian Falcon. Ian Ross. Evan Stewart. Now, 
Evan and Ian, how do you relate to the band? Because subliminally here, I have forgotten to turn on your mic. Could you try to say a word again? Ian Ross. Oh, it still, it still seems to be turned off. Why don't I use this mic instead? Uh, Ian Ross. Uh, Come but, does closer, that, Ian. but does that often happen? Keep speaking into the mic if you could, Ian. I'm speaking into the mic. If I could. Uh, does, now, now, I'm having trouble connecting Ian. Um, does that happen? What happens when you're playing? Please explain, because it looks like... Try, keep speaking as I try to just twiddle the knobs we here. Just let Kurt do all the singing. And most of the talking, actually. Yeah, usually it's me that ends up without the microphone. Uh, Kurt, it looks like your mic is the only mic working okay at this present that. time. Perfect. I'm the only one who can sing half the time. And Brian, I think your mic is working there too. I'm not. All right. I'm not exactly sure why it's not working, but we'll just. But we're used to technical difficulties. Uh, we but, play punk rock. And yes, l- l- just let's uh, recap here again. Who are you? We are the authorities. So pay attention. Comprised of at the moment, Curtis Clyde Hall vocals, Brian Falcon guitar, Ian Ross. Evan Stewart. Evan Stewart. And Evan as well. Thank you, authorities, and, and welcome Graham, to the Nard Human Serviette Radio Show. But I should also thank Sea Scouts, right, Brian? Yeah. Thank you, Sea Scouts? That's right. Kurt and Brian, how did Sea Scouts help the authorities? Well, that's where we met on the, the uh, SS Vernon Anderson. And the authorities, though, when I say authorities, you know, I love Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, being here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, but the authorities are not from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, are you? No, we are not. We're from Stockton, California. So is that where all the sea scouting happened? That's where it is, on the San Joaquin River. So thank you, sea scouts. What attracted you guys to each other? Uh, it, well, it was, uh, I don't know, Kurt's good looks, I guess. <laughs> but what sort of sea scouting thing were you guys doing? Well, well... We were on a cruise, and the ship blew up. And Brian handed out life jackets, and I fell in the water. Well, I did until Pablo San Pedro threw me in the water. And now you're in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada here to help celebrate some exciting things coming up, some records coming out, and a concert you're playing. Yes, we are. We're playing, actually, we're playing a private party uh, tonight, uh, Becky Brown's birthday party. So if you know Becky, you might want to give her a call. And, Happy birthday, Becky. And uh, we we're told there's, there's going to be a bunch of girls there that love rock and roll, so we're looking forward to this. And then tomorrow night, we're playing the uh, Distort Festival at the uh, Rickshaw Theatre. Uh, down in East Hastings there, and we look forward to seeing you there. And it's amazing the Distort Festival has been going on. Like tonight, I see No Problem are playing, the Bellicose Mines, Spectres, Disable, Foxer, like tons of bands playing tonight at the Rickshaw in Vancouver. And then tomorrow, Distort, Day 3, Unruled, you guys, the authorities, you guys, the authorities, the authorities, and the authorities, and many other, and Wild Mohicans as well, like lots of great action happening. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. We love playing Vancouver. And what's happening right now with your bandmate? He doesn't seem to be playing guitar at the moment. Uh, which bandmate is that? Ian. Oh, Ian. Oh, he's filming you. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, my so. goodness. <laughs> we better turn on that mic to get all that happening. Now, Ian, you were one of the first people ever on an Ardwarda Human Serviette radio show, weren't you? 
I think I was, and it wasn't with Mr. Dave Gregg? It was. It was years ago on First Nardward Human Spirit Radio Show, and I remembered that you told me about the authorities because you would say, or it might have been Ian Vercher, he said to me something, oh, we covered this band called The Authorities. How did you hear about The Authorities? Like I mentioned, The Authorities are from Stockton, California. How did you, a Vancouverite, hook up with them? And when you were saying The Curious George covered The Authorities, this was in 88 before The Authorities kind of relocated to Vancouver. That is correct. Well, I guess our connection is Mr. Dave Gregg, who was also on the first Nardwar the Human Serviette radio show. And uh, Brian knew uh, Dave and the rest of the DOA guys through uh, touring through California. And I guess that's the connection. And Brian and Kurt, they'd come up and hang out at the plaza uh, where the late yeah. Gary Taylor lived. And uh, bands used to party. And Curious George played there a few times. And I guess that's how we met Brian. And we stayed yeah. in touch ever since. So- we, we used to come up and play the Smile and Buddhas. And when we did that, we'd stay at the plaza with uh, Joey Shithead and Dave Gregg. And at, or at Fort Gore. When did you first hear about Curious George? Uh, Dave Gregg introduced me to Ian in, I think it was 1987, and uh, they were just putting Curious George together at that point. And so. Ian, you've got to tell the people a bit more about Curious George. We have a track here we're going to play coming up that has Dave Gregg on it, but Curious George from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada on Nemesis Records. Like I notice here, Nemesis 5 was Curious George, and Nemesis 6 was... The Offspring, I the believe. The Offspring! So, <laughs> Curious George is one better. And so it's quite interesting. <laughs> but there's four more that are better than us. <laughs> and not only did Ian Vercher, your bandmate, tell me that you guys were covering the authorities, now you've joined the authorities, you're covering I Hate Cops, he also told me about electronic arts. Oh. Wasn't he involved with electronic arts way back I think he was. When? I think Ian started electronic arts. Yeah, like, seriously, because I remember him saying something to me like, hey, Nardward, there's this company called Electronic Arts. They're interested in people like yourself, like DJs, people into music. You should probably get involved. I was like, yeah, video games are stupid. Ah! If I, if I, <laughs> I think there's a future in that. Yeah, if I had invested in electronic arts when he told me to, would we be here today on the Nardward Human Serviette radio show? <laughs> yes, but we'd all be a lot richer. Bah, boom. So what an amazing moment. And that's really what I want to stress to the listeners out there. The authorities music is kind of like electronic arts. Much money, very rich, something that lasts a long time, that I learned about a long time ago with I Hate Cops. So I thought we would, just maybe to begin with, revisit that interview from... October 16th, 1987. Maybe you could set the scene. What's happening here in this particular interview? Well, I think Dave and I talked to you because there was a little something called um, Intensathon happening at Graceland, I think, downtown, of which DOA was playing, and we basically came out to promote it. And I think we may have brought a guitar with us as well, or a bass. And there were some friends of yours hanging out too with various instruments. Yeah, they had all these instruments, and they handed them over to you guys, and we're doing some ticket giveaways and stuff like that. How was the Intensathon gig? How was it after that promotion on an Nardwar Human Serviette radio show? It was intense, thanks to your promotion, Nardwar. I mean, because we got to know uh, all these years ago, October 16th, 1987, how the promotion went, because now you're on board the Nardwar Human Serviette radio show to help promote some gigs all these years later. It's a wonderful machine, isn't it? And so right now, again, to set the stage, here is Ian from Curious George with Dave Gregg of DOA on the Nardwarty Human Serviette radio show from October 16th, 1987. And how does this relate, Brian? How does this all tie into the authorities? How does Curious George tie into the authorities? Well, they used to cover I Hate Cops, and uh, then years later, Ian Ross joined the authorities. So, here's Ian Ross on a Nardwarty Human Serviette radio show, October 16th, 1987, with Dave Gregg. And how did you meet Dave Gregg of DOA? 
Well, Dave and I sort of had a, a mutual interest. I started going to DOA gigs a, a while ago. So you were one of those people that, that sort of just showed up. And, I was one of those people who showed up and uh, went gosh and, and all that. But Dave and I noticed we had a similar uh, similar interest, uh, one of which is uh, model rocketry and uh, pyrotechnics. Yeah, exactly. Things that go fast and uh, explode. Is that what the sound of Curious George would be explained as? Something that goes fast, something that explodes, something that abounds. Is that the sound of most Curious George? Most definitely, most definitely. And what is your favorite type of soap, Curious George? Actually, um, my mom was going to Woodward's the other day and she called me and asked if I wanted anything. I asked her to pick me up uh, three bars of zest because I find, you know, zest, just like they say on TV, it, it really does make you feel cleaner. And it rinses clean. And it rinses clean and you don't have a slimy, uh... What about Irish Spring? Okay, are you ready for, uh, name that bass line? Yeah. Okay, all you people out there in radio land, Dave Gregg here, and courtesy our sound effects people, sound effects people, perhaps some noises, sound effects. All right, well, I gotta say, this, uh, whoever can name this, uh, this bass line will receive two passes to the DOA show this October the 22nd. That's the Intensathon at Graceland with DOA, No Means No, Death Sentence, I Brain Eater, Judy Redul, Mechanormal, Industrial Waistband from Calgary, Cryo, Creo, Rengi, Dippia Gogo, Loop of the Butcher, Loop of the Butcher, Animations, Videos, Displays, Anti-Nuke, Stein River, Native Rights, Central America, and more. Continuous show, two stages, Food by Dids, $8 advance. So if you can name this baseline. Maybe a bit more volume on that, uh, sound effects, people. Okay, Dave, we have, we have, a, we have a, somebody phoned in and said it's something obscure. Something obscure. Is that a correct answer? It's not really obscure. As a matter of fact, uh, Paul Schaefer's band did, played it on, a few, on one of these episodes of that nauseating show, the David Letterman show. But I want you to know that I figured that out off the record before he did. And they didn't even do a very good job of it. I'm doing a better job of it right now than they did. So should we maybe move on to another name that bass tune line for the peop so people can win out there, perhaps? Well, that was like a pretty easy one, I thought. Make show. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm going to pass the bass over to Ian. Maybe he knows a bass line that someone can name. Okay. Sounds Las Vegas, the, the, the answer is. What was that? The, the, the caller says it sounds Las Vegas. Well, they obviously haven't been to a Curious George gig lately, so... <laughs> Somebody said you were playing it wrong. <laughs> I did. I did. All right. All right. I'm, 
I did play it wrong. Like I said before, nothing worse than a guitar player trying to play the bass. It's putrid. Oh yeah, I forgot. You play guitar. Sorry, everybody out there. Dave Gregg doesn't play uh, bass. He plays guitar. So, I'm terribly sorry. Okay, well, why don't we try one more time again for uh, a, a call up? One, one more time. Sorry, we'll give everybody out there one more chance. Okay. For my whole repertoire. It's like it goes. Oops, I started on the wrong chord again. Or did I? Hardware to Human Serviette Radio Show. We just heard right there a little selection of me interviewing Ian Ross of Curious George and Dave Gregg of DOA. Now Ian Ross is in the authorities, and the authorities are on the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show. To begin the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show, one thing I didn't mention, we actually played Giza X. And Brian, maybe you could elaborate since that's your record. Uh, well, I don't know what to say about that. Just it's a record I pulled out of my collection. We've heard uh, ro- uh, RX Rock and Roll, and uh, the only reason I pulled it out is because I like the suit that he's wearing. I wish all you people in Radio Land could see the suit, but it's a leopard uh, print suit. He's got knee-high black boots with uh, lightning bolts on them, and uh, uh, I don't know. He's he's carrying a, a robot. It looks a little bit like Robbie the Vegetarian robot, um, but yeah. 
That was some Giza X that we played to begin an Artwater Human Serviette radio show. Then we got a little interview snippet. Now, also, for some reason, we got into a conversation about the rotters. You were mentioning something about the rotters. What was that, Kurt, about the rotters? You were saying you wish you brought in some rotters to play. I, I should have. I had a whole bunch of old... I have a whole bunch of old 45s at home, and I've got... I was just going through them the other day, and I found the rotters uh, 45. And I remember seeing them at the Mabuhe. It must have been like 77 or 78. And uh, that was right when, you know, the whole out band in L.A. thing came in. You know, the Set On My Face Stevie Nicks song and everything, which is probably the best song they ever did. But And it made me think of Henry Rollins, because I mentioned that to Henry Rollins in an interview. And then you guys were saying that the authorities went on tour with Black Flag. What happened there? Well, we played the first show of the tour. In uh, what year was this, and what, where did the uh, tour go? 1982. We were supposed to come up to, to Vancouver. We were playing, I don't know, Portland, Seattle. Eugene. Eugene. Uh, supposed to come up to Vancouver, I guess maybe Calgary and Edmonton or something, but we we kind of got thrown off the tour. Why was that? Uh, well, we had some friends who uh, they they wanted to do some drinking with Henry, and uh, Henry didn't want to drink with them. I don't know why. They were fine young men, and uh, one thing led to another, and next thing we knew, we weren't on the tour. They they were a little aggressive with trying to get him to drink. They kept trying to hold the whiskey bottle up to him and he clearly didn't want to drink and and I think it, you know, he wasn't in a drinking mood that night. And it was a different time back then, wasn't it? Yes, it was. And now, I would like you to elaborate a little bit. We're going to play something by James Blonde. Who is James Blonde? He's a competitor, right, from Stockton. Well, because you were, saying, him... you were saying, Brian, everything comes to Stockton. Everything goes down to Stockton. Everything does, yeah. I wouldn't call him a competitor. He was the enemy. And but this is what we were up against. Like you know, back in in, in you know we formed in 1978, and uh, then you know played around there through '83, and people weren't uh, as receptive to punk rock back then as they are now like you know we, we used to get beaten up on a regular basis and people would throw rocks at us and try and throw us in the river um and and all those people they listen to this guy and this is james blonde and before james blonde we're actually going to play the guy that you listen to when the authorities play ian ross and ian has kindly got a song all ready to go explain what we're going to be hearing here ian again this, your okay, this is a short little track off uh curious george's uh, one and only lp never made it to compact disc on nemesis Records. On Nemesis Records, uh, a little song called Punks Go Camping, and uh, Mr. Dave Gregg uh, plays the guitar solo at the end of the song. And then some James Blonde, who inspired the authorities to do their authority <laughs> song. Did you do the authority song, too? Have you been teased about that? You know, the authority song? No, no, no. No one ever made that connection. Except on an Artwork to Human Serviette radio show. Here's the authorities with the authority song. No, here's Curious George with Punks Go Camping, and then James Blonde on an Artwork to Human Serviette radio show.
His Majesty the Policeman, see? I figured uh, that must be the draggiest job in the world. <laughs> Think what a drag it is going out on a good day, you're feeling real good, you're riding along, your, your squad car's all polished up, you know what I mean? I gave you You're feeling real mellow, along comes some poor stud with a load of kids like a flower pots all over the place. A little too fast, you know what I mean? You gotta stop the cat, you gotta bring him down and lay one on him. It's a pretty tough job, and then when you walk up to you, you don't know whether they're gonna pull out a French 75 or, or what the hell is it? It's a drag, so I wrote a little thing called His Majesty, the policeman. He's a children friend at every bend, the policeman. And you can bet your life, he's hip to Mac the knife. That's His Majesty. The policeman, you should never trip a policeman or try to hip or even tip a policeman. Get a ticket to the ball and you can't fight City Hall. That's the majesty, the policeman. Say, hey, remember the nobility. They're here, they're there, they're everywhere. It's mobility. You can look near and far, but the pin you buy right there. That's the majesty. The policeman, here they come. 
Hippity boop, the man in blue. Hoppers about the sergeant there. Ribbity boop, the patrolman too. Hoppers about the chief looks right. Hoppers about the captain straight. Ribbity boop, hip hip hooray. The royal crew. Hoppers about you always try to swing with a policeman. I never ring a ding, a policeman. And if you're really hip. You'll never make a slip against the majesties, the policemen. <laughs> and you're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And who do we still have on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show? The authorities. The uh, what? Authorities. The authorities and authorities. We heard some Stockton-type music. Please yeah, explain. Did. What did we just hear there? Well, we just heard uh, Lord Buckley, uh, the original hipster, and uh, he was from Stockton, California. And how did you meet Lord Buckley? Because I think he might have passed away before the authorities yeah. began. When did the authorities began? Uh, 1978. And he died in 1960, I believe. Well, it was, maybe it was 59. It's before we were born anyway, but uh, the legend lives on. You're very proud of the Stockton history. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And before that, what did we have, Kurt? We had Gary Young doing Plant Man. And explain a bit about Gary Young, if you could. Uh, Gary is an old friend of ours. Uh, I played in a couple of bands with him. Uh, the first one was The Fall of Christianity. Uh, we started uh, in, a, I don't know when it was, about the same time The Authority started, I think, uh, 79 maybe. And Gary went on, uh, he recorded uh, a lot of our early stuff. He engineered it. And then he went on uh, to find fame with a band called Pavement. He was the original drummer in Pavement. And Stockton, California, also produced Chris Isaac, who tried out for your band, but you fired? Uh, well, we never fired him, because we never hired him. Uh, but Chris tried out for the authorities, and uh, he couldn't play guitar fast enough, so he went on to play some rockabilly stuff, and we wished each other well, and, you know, uh, and I'm sure he's still kicking himself for not getting in the band. So we had Lord Buckley, we had Gary Young, and then we had, again, James Blonde. He was a competition. If you were wondering what that was, we faded it out a bit early. Are you authorities mad that I faded it out a bit early? Yeah, we're, we're kind of pissed off about that. Uh, but he was what you were up against. Like He, we, he we, was what we're up against. Uh, he was a nice uh, Eric Westfall was his real name, and he was a nice guy. He, we opened up for him once at some high school, and I remember people were throwing rocks at us to get us off the stage so they could see him. But, so uh, he was the big thing in Stockton at the time. He was, yeah. He had the blonde, feathered hair, good-looking kid and all that. And uh, But the funny thing is he went on to, uh, later on, after Gary was out of pavement, he went on to, to play with Gary and record a bunch of stuff with him as well. So, so Everybody loves everybody in the end. In the end. <laughs> and Pavement really loved you so much all these years, haven't they? They haven't forgotten. Pavement no, have no. not forgotten. No, no. Uh, they, were, they were fans of ours back in the day, and then they went on and became famous. And uh, um, Wasn't it something to do with Gary's studio, like the Louder Than You Think studios? What is that studios all about? Well, that's, that's where we recorded our early stuff, and then... Uh, uh, Pavement uh, hooked up with Gary there when they were recording their first record uh, and then the uh, Slanted and Enchanted LP. And then Gary played with them for, well, at least a couple of years and toured around. And Pavement love you so much, they invited you to the All Tomorrow's Peoples, All Tomorrow's... All, all Tomorrow's Parties Festival in... in uh, See, I've never been, never been invited now because... Uh, well, uh, but we, even if I was invited, would I get my way paid? Or did you have to pay your way no, there? They, they paid our way over there. They, they took care of everything. And when, when we... Which is pretty amazing. When we get to curate that festival, we're going to bring you over, Nardwar. Oh, well, thank yes. you so much, authorities. So they brought, Pavement brought you all the way over to London, England. Uh, Minehead, England. 
uh, which is in Somerset, I think. Uh, but uh, yeah, they they brought us over there, and we we played there, and we played uh, I don't know five or six other shows in the UK, and then uh, in Reykjavik, Iceland, as well. And how do they remember you? How does Pavement remember you? Like, how did they pitch the authorities to all tomorrow's parties? Well, uh, I think they got you know they they are so big, uh, they are so big when they're back together that they get to just pick whoever they want. So they also picked the clean and like soccer and trust. It was an interesting lineup. The yeah, clean, the yeah. clean. I think we did we play with the clean at one yeah, of those shows did, somewhere yeah. in in uh, Brixton, Brixton or something we played with the clean yeah those guys are yeah, yeah. we really like that bone engine we played with yeah, bone engine yeah. yeah and how about the other bands in Stockton wasn't there also the hot spit dancers like yeah. Vince Voodoo Vince Voodoo tell the people about Vince uh, Voodoo well Vince is an old friend of ours uh, a great guy we just saw him we just played in Stockton 2 weeks ago and uh, Vince actually got up on stage and uh, sang a song with us the giant which is on our new CD Kung Pao Gogo on Get Hip Records you can order it at gethip.com slash store. And, uh, yeah. Well, speaking of that, we're actually going to play some proof that Pavement really do know the authorities right here. Okay. What are we going to play right now? It is something related to the authorities and Pavement. Is it not a pissing party? Oh, Teenage Piss Party. Correct. It's a song that we, uh, we wrote that the guys, a couple of the guys are in Pavement. Before they're in Pavement, they're in a band called the Young Pioneers. And uh, we wrote this song for them. And uh, years later, it turned up on a, a, a pavement uh, bootleg record. I think they're playing at the Brixton Academy in London. And uh, we were so inspired by hearing that that uh, we recorded it on our new CD, Kung Pao Agogo. And we're going to hear your version right after Pavement's version. That's, we're we're going yeah, to go back and forth, back and forth, exposing people to the authorities. And if people in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada want to check out the authorities, they can tonight and tomorrow, right? Well, if you, if you know Becky Brown and you can get an invite to her birthday party, we'd love to see you there. Uh, but if you can't, then we will be at the Rickshaw Theater uh, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, Distort Fest. I started, Distort yeah, it's part Vancouver. of the giant Distort Fest in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada at the Rickshaw. It's tomorrow night. Well, it's actually tonight as well. No problem is playing tonight amongst many other bands. But tomorrow night, Distort Vancouver Fest, day three, unruled, the authorities, the Mindo Murta, Death Charge, Defect, Defect, the Maypalm Raid, Night Gone, Skeleton, Salted City, the Wild Mohicans, and Infect Propaganda. And if you would like to win a ticket to go see... The authorities tomorrow night in Vancouver at the rickshaw. Just phone in right now, 604-822-2487, 604-UBC-CITR. You have to give the secret word is where is the where are the authorities from? Like where are the authorities from? That's the answer. You answer that and you get a free guest list spot, right? Authorities? Right. Yes. Yes, authorities are very nice to let me give it away to an Artwater Human Survey Radio Show. So 822-2487-604 UBC CITR. If you want to go see the authorities and a whole bunch of other bands tomorrow night for free at the Rickshaw in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. But right now we're back to pavement doing a cover of the song written by the authorities' members, because it wasn't actually written by the authorities, was it? This was like a solo. No. Me and Kurt and a friend of ours, Jackson Griffith. Associated with, associated with the authorities. The authorities as covered by Pavement. Thanks to whoever threw the 10 P coin up into the corner. It's a careless whisper. I can't hear you yell. Yeah, driving back home, going past the end of the cell. 
And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And we still still have the authorities on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. Over to you, Brian, authority. Please explain. What did we just hear? What is going on right now? Well, we just heard uh, the song Radiation Masturbation, covered by Alcoholics Unanimous, and then the original version by... The authorities on the Nardwuar Human Soviet Radio Show, but before that, we actually did hear some other sort of things as well. Some teenage piss party. I'll explain a bit what was going on there because we heard a song that you didn't record way back when, but that you did record recently, and you got Joey Shithead on it. That's right. We the song is "Teenage Piss Party," a song that we wrote for uh, a band called the Young Pioneers, which uh, contained Steve Malkmus from uh, Pavement, and uh, they they played it at the Brixton Academy and it showed up on a bootleg and that inspired us to revisit the song and record it and uh, we got our our good friend uh, Joe Shithead Keithley from DOA to perform a rap on it. And you've come down to the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show here today to help promo your gig's coming up tonight in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada at the Dental Lab and tomorrow at the Rickshaw. It's a secret show. The tonight? secret show tonight. And congratulations. you didn't hear that. <laughs> and congratulations to the lucky caller. We won't give your full name out because we don't want the name to leak out there, but congratulations, caller, for phoning in and winning. I've you- got his name here. It's plus one. Plus one. Your name will be on the guest list. And back to the authorities. Kurt, who was your record label? Who was Select that Record Label? What was the record label? That was our own private label. And did you release any other records on Selecta? No. The, the, the one record we, we released, it was so good, we just folded the label after that. So the authorities from Stockton, California, circa 1982, this release came out, but you formed in 1978? Yeah, we got together in about 1978. So were there any songs released between 78 and 82? No, just on tapes we used to distribute around to our friends and that. Were you ever offered anything? Is that why you did it yourself? Because nobody offered? Was there anything that was maybe going to come out in 78? What was it like in 78 in Stockton? It was pretty hot, but (laughs) uh, (laughs) it's usually hot there. Um... No, no, there's nothing going on other than us and some of our friends, you know. There, there was about two punk rock bands there, and we, we were probably in both of them. Yeah, and there was, a, there was another... Oh, it's a bit close. Yeah. There was another cool band in Lodi, Terminal Boredom. It was a great band. And also another band that we're going to play, hopefully, if we have some time. What was the name of that band? Cover Psycho. These guys. What can you tell the people? The- oh, that's the, uh, the Jars. And they're actually, they're from Berkeley, California, where Kurt lives now. But uh, the guitar player in that band was named Mike Dow, and he was from Stockton, California. Stockton, California. So how did the authorities react to getting on Killed by Death, the LP, number one? Like, the first Killed by Death. This isn't like Killed by Death number 0000050. This is like 0000000001. Well, they, they never asked us our permission. Uh, and the first time I saw it was in a, record st- in a record store in San Francisco with our friend Eric Weiss. And he held it up and said, hey, Brian, you ever see this record? And I said, no. And he said, well, you're on it. And uh, so... You know, we, we obviously we never saw any money from it, but that being said, I think it has hel- helped spread the notoriety a little bit. A lot of people that come to see us, they know us because of uh, uh, the songs on that record. No, so. I don't want to get picky or anything, because I love the tunes and I think they're amazing, but why do you think they chose you guys for Killed by Death number one? Was it the song Radiation Masturbation? Because you're right there with, like, you know, the whole Beastie Boys EP. You know, all the authorities are on there, too. Like, it's amazing. You're right there. I don't deny you're right up with those guys or the controllers, but it's interesting that you're right there. What, what made 
do you think choose you guys? Was it just the super rarity? Like how rare was that? Well, I think yeah, it's pretty rare. But also, I think the songs they they hold up and the production value uh, was good. You know, we went to a real studio. We actually to answer one of your other questions, we were offered stuff earlier, but uh, we never felt our demo tapes. Jello Biafra wanted to put us on that. Uh, I can't remember Western what that Front. Was. Western or what? Front. Yeah, all quiet on the Western Front. But we didn't have anything that we felt the production values were good enough. In hindsight, we probably should have just thrown a tape on that as well. But you know, so well, these guys are putting together "Killed by Death," an amazing compilation and compilations of like unheard punk rock that nobody heard about. You're on volume number one. How rare was your stuff in '89? Like when the guys were assembling in '89, how rare was your stuff then? What was it worth? Well, you was could- it easy to get in '80? In '80, because that's when they put out "Killed by Death" in '89. No, you couldn't find it anywhere. Uh, I had uh, a few copies put away, but back then, you know, there was no eBay or anything like that, so it was really hard to find. So you think that might have contributed to being on Killed by Death number one because it was maybe one of the most sought-after punk collectibles? Yes. Of the hardcore sort of genre? Yes, I think so. We, we only pressed a thousand of them to begin with, and half of those got lost uh, to a, a record distributor that went out of business. About half of the remaining ones got lost uh, sitting in my parents' basement in Stockton going through a, a Central Valley summer there they're all warped and i had no idea that they would ever be worth anything so i just threw them away so there's maybe you know out of the thousand we originally pressed there's maybe a couple hundred in existence is killed by death now as rare as your seven inch because the killed by death number one is a collectible in itself I don't know. I was just wondering about that. I don't know. I'll, have, I'll go look on eBay, see if I can find it. Because it's interesting, like, the Killed by Be- Death number one could be just as rare as the Authority 7-inch. What have you seen your own 7-inch going for? Uh, I've seen them go for as much as, uh, you know, $300 or so. But that being said, you don't have to pay that much because Get Hip Recordings, our label in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, www.gethip.com, they have reissued the original soundtrack for Trouble, and it contains two extra tracks on it. So if you go to www.gethip.com slash store, and you look, we are well, we were number one for quite a while. Now the cynics are topping us. We're number two at the store, but you can still buy it there for $6.99. Or if you just www right now to the Nardwar show we have some stuff coming up right now we're going to play some compare and contrast again now what we're playing coming up here is going to be a tribute to the authorities we're going to play a song by a band that does a tribute and in the original version what's got coming up there Kurt could you explain this tribute to the authorities Kurt could you explain can Kurt <laughs> explain, explain Kurt, Kurt? <laughs> I demand Kurt to explain well the, the, I'll, I'll explain this was put together <laughs> By a kid named Ryan Richardson. Uh, the legendary Ryan Richardson. Was Ryan Richardson. Was that his name or is that the guy in Texas? That's the Texas guy. Oh, okay, so. He's no, legendary, though. No, oh, well, it's not the legendary Ryan Richardson. It's Paul. Paul, Paul uh, what was his name? Paul Ryan, which is why I'm getting confused. Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan. Now, how do you know the legendary Texas Ryan Richardson? Was he hassling you for seven inches? No. were in your mom's basement that were warped? Yeah. And you sold it to him? Well, yeah. He put, And then what happened was we're getting a help. Oh, it's true. Us, no, but, please go ahead. But, uh, so he. he, re, he he, uh, we had a bunch of tapes that we'd recorded with Gary Young, and um, and uh, Ryan was hassling us to re-release the original uh, EP. And I said, "Well, we got all this other material." And he said, "Well, great, let's just take it and we'll put it together and make an album out of it." So Ryan released. This is back in the mid '90s. He released uh, the original EP, the tracks from that, and then all the unreleased stuff that we had recorded with Gary Young. Um, and that became the Puppy Love LP. Right now, we're going to hear something by the band Alcoholic Uranus? 
That's what I want to call them. No, we just heard them. Actually, we're, I think we're going to hear the circus tents. Oh, okay. Right yeah, maybe now. we should go back. Yeah, what did we did we hear? Did we actually mention that we heard them? We heard Alcoholics Unanimous covering radiation <laughs> masturbation, and then we heard uh, the Original Authorities uh, track of that. And also, I was going to say regarding your song titles and stuff. Yeah. Bone your own. Yeah. Did you ever get hassled for singing about girls? Well, was that were you singing about girls, Sarah Kurt, or what? I've never been hassled for any of our stuff. How about Run and Hide? That's very Crampsian. I like the song Run and Hide. Is that sort of Crampsian? Did you guys see the cramps at all? We saw the cramps a lot, and they were uh, uh, one of our favorites, but I don't know if that song sounds anything like the cramps. Ah. As I remember that song, we, we ripped off a police truck by the Dead Kennedys with yeah, that, that one. I'd say, I'd say it was more a Dead Kennedys influence, but I love the cramps. Well, I kind of thought it kind of reminds me a bit of the cramps, and then it made me think, do you guys know anything about Garage from Stockton, California, like 60s garage bands from Stockton, California. Uh, well, I'm sure we don't know as much as you do, so please educate us. Well, I was just going to say here, <laughs> where did bands play? As I just get this queued up right here, where did bands play in the 80s and 90s in Stockton if they were on tour? Like, where would have that Black Flag tour stopped? Well, I think the Black Flag show was at um, the, uh, I don't know, Veterans Foreign Legion Hall or something, or at the Central Social Mexicano. Mexican. We used to put on shows there, the Jester's Club. Uh, it was ba- basically hall shows. No one would have us, so we had to do it ourselves. And how about in the 60s? Well, I don't know. I just, do you know any 60s bands from Stockton? You were saying there's quite a few people from Stockton. Tell me, Nardwar. Well, there was this one band, Wildwood. They're oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those guys. And they have a song called Plastic People. Yeah, so I yeah. thought we'd hear some Stockton 60s Garage because, Brian, you said everything goes back to Stockton. Everything, everything. relates to Stockton. Yeah. All the best bands are from Stockton. So let's play some 60s Stockton Garage, Wildwood, with Plastic People. And then, after that, we are going to kick into some stuff by the authorities. We're going to kick into the Circus Circus tents. Covering I Hate Cops and in the authorities doing I Hate Cops. On the Nerdward Human Serviette Radio Show celebrating Stockton and the authorities. Here is Wild Wood from 1967 or 69 or 68 or could be 70, but psychedelic nonetheless.
gleam in their eyes Turn around to see the mother cry Yeah Plastic people, most of them acting strange. None of them know where they're going. They all got a new game, Lord. Oh, yeah, they all got a new
Listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And authorities, what did we just hear? And who are the authorities in case somebody is tuning in right now? We are the authorities from Stockton, California. Hooray! Yay! Stockton, California. Hmm, and let's go way back to Stockton to the 1960s, yeah. to the start of that set. What did we hear there, authorities we, from Stockton, California? We heard Plastic People. By Wildwood! Yeah. A 1960s Stockton band, and I produced evidence of another 1960s Stockton band, the Avantis, on the amazing Icon yeah. compilation album put out by Crypt Records, and you were looking at the picture, and you were saying you didn't think you went to school with any of them, but you loved the picture of the band well, from Stockton, the Avantis. I didn't go to school with them. I, w- I went to Edison High School, but I think Kurt, he went to Amos Alonzo Stag High School, where... Chris Isaac was the class president, by the way, and I think these guys are stag boys. And it takes guts to fire the class president. The class president tries to join the authorities, and no, you're not making it. But you well, have we to didn't pick- fire him because we never hired him. You got to be hired before you get fired. But interestingly enough, though, the Avantis are Brian. You like the yeah. way that they look, like that picture of the Avantis in 1960. We played Wildwood, but this is we didn't have a chance to play. Maybe we'll be able to jam it in. What do they look like? You know, with the you said that's a neat. That does that symbolize Stockton well, rock and roll right there? much the lineup is that they've got a, a guitar drums a saxophone and an accordion and uh <laughs> one of the major influences on a lot of stockton music is the nortenia from northern mexico there's a lot of mexican people in stockton because it's an, an agricultural area and they do a lot of uh you know growing around there so the, the best things about stockton is the mexican food and the nortenia music Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, kind of like Northern California in a way. And please, could you please explain the conditions that made me arise to meet the Dunderheads? Could you explain? Who are you again? Please introduce yourself to the mic there. So I'm Evan, and I met you in 
1992 or three, and I was up here with the Dunderheads when, uh, just a second. Excuse me, I can hold my head. Thanks. Um, <laughs> there's a lot going on here. Uh, and Thanks, Evan. You're, you're welcome. Um, and, um, yeah. So the Dunderheads came up to CITR Radio. And played some live, uh, live stuff, and I was just hanging around with those guys at the time. And how did you know Curious George? Is, is that through Curious George is how you now are in the authorities? Because now you're in the authorities, right? No, I, I met uh, Ian in 1989 when Curious George played with the Bad Brains at 86th Street. And then I didn't see him for 14 years or something like this. And... Then through the bass player, Graham, who, who's in the authorities, he came and asked me to sit in and play drums. And I did, and got to meet these guys. So that was last year. And then uh, with Curious George, I was uh, filling in for... What's this guy's name? Uh, Evan was uh, filling in for the Curious George drummer. Brian Clement. And uh, yeah, so Evan uh, filled in and played with Curious George all the way up until the night of the show, and <laughs> and Brian showed up and said thanks a lot. I'll take it from here, and then Brian played the show. And then Evan also had a Curious George cassette. You were saying yeah, you had yeah, a. Cur- well, I got that. At, I got that in '89, but I also played in a band in Vancouver called the Lancasters. I was a drummer in the Lancasters, which was like a street punk band. And now you're in the Authorities, yes. who are playing tonight. Look at that! Po- it's incredible, it's isn't crazy. it? Crazy. And there's yeah. there's the Spectres play tonight. I know the guys in the Spectres. They're great. Um, this is part of the Distort Fest that is happening yeah. tonight. Day two, last night there was a gig as well, like three days at the rickshaw. Incredible bands. Tonight, yeah, No Problem are playing, the Spectres are playing, and tomorrow night, you guys, the authorities right. from Stockton slash... Can we say Stockton slash Vancouver? I, are you a Vancouver band? Kind of? Kind of, yeah. Do you allow that, Kurt? I allow it. I love Vancouver. Distort <laughs> Fest, day three, unruled, the authorities... Many other bands tomorrow night at the rickshaw and also tonight at the rickshaw. And it's 5 p.m. Doors are like in a few moments, aren't they? Yeah, you better get there, kids. So we played some 1960s Stockton rock. And then what did we play? We did this compare and contrast thing. What was going on there? Yeah, so there's a new record coming out on uh, www.gethip.com, and uh, it's a tribute to the authorities uh, called uh, The More Things Change, The More They Stay the Same, and we heard a few tracks from that, including... Uh, we heard, I think, The Circus Tents. The Circus Tents. Doing, doing I, Hate I, Hate Cops. I Hate Cops. Yeah, and then we heard The and Authorities. And that, that saved me, didn't it? Because we th- yeah. I was about to cue something up wrongly, and it had some extra little juice in there, didn't it? Yeah. It's interesting when he added a little sample there. Thank you. Yeah, but the, the, you'll never hear that again because the label pulled that off. They're afraid of the, those were uh, sampled from a movie or a couple different movies, and they were they were uh, afraid of the governor uh, uh, suing. Them. Oh, an so exclusive they, for yeah, the Nardwar. He was yeah. Yeah. radio show. Just for you, Nardwar. So we had circus tents. Then the authorities doing "I Hate Cops." Then we had screeching weasel Ben Weasel. Yeah. Hey Ben, how you doing? <laughs> and I don't know if he's doing too well these days, <laughs> judging by what I was reading, but. It's great that he contributed that. Did he actually record that after South by Southwest? Do you know when he put no, that no, together? No, no, this was recorded uh, a number of years back, and it's just coming out now. But uh, he has uh, reformed the band, Screeching Weasel, and uh, yeah, we hope to get to see them someday. Screeching Weasel, a chung, and then we heard the authorities doing. Achtung. Achtung. And then we Achtung. And then we heard some Tesco V action. Now Tesco V is an interesting character. Who's Tesco V? And you didn't meet him way back, did you? T- Tesco V uh, he started Do you t- know some t- using the term way back instead of back in the day? Yeah. Because you hate the term back in the day. We do, yeah. So I said way back. Yeah. We even hated it back in the day. Baboon. Way back then. 
But uh, Tesco V, uh, founder of Touch and Go uh, uh, Records and Magazine, and uh, the lead singer in The Meat Men, and um, Tesco V's Hate Police. And how did you meet him? How did he contribute a song? Well, actually, I've never met him, but we're Facebook friends, and we, we, uh, we chat every once in a while. But I uh, hope to meet him soon, hope to play with him. And there was also a band called Career Suicide, I know, that cover you guys, too. Who else covers you guys? I've never heard that one. They're but a uh, band. Yeah. From Toronto, Tr- yeah, from Toronto, Ontario. They cover what, what Radiation Masturbation. Oh, I'd like to hear that. Career Suicide. What other covers have you known over the years? Like, Pavement have been covering you guys and keeping the spirit alive. Yeah. Who's been keeping the spirit of the authorities alive? Alive all these years. Was it Ian C. Ross and Curious George doing the I Hate Cops cover? Well, you know, yeah, it was it was Ian and a bunch of guys like like that out there. So, you know, lot you know, people and, with good taste in music. And to end the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show right now, we have some new stuff by you guys. What are we going to hear? Is we're going to hear off our uh, new album, Kung Pao Agogo. I think we're going to hear a song called It's Tonight. And then, hopefully, if there's a bit of time, we're also going to play your friends from... The Jars. The Jars. And they have a member from Stockton, California. Yeah, Mike Dow. Because everything connects. And the everything Jars... goes back uh, to What were the Jars all about? Uh, they're a, a pop punk band from uh, Berkeley back in the late 70s. And then we're going to play, hopefully, if there's some tune, 1007 as well. 1007s, we, uh, they opened up for us in London, England at uh, the... Uh, South know, of the Border. South of the Border. We played the, with them last year. And a young punk band, we really like those guys. You also played the Bob Hope Theater, Kurt. The Bob Hope Theater? Yeah, we played about a year ago uh, at a reunion with Pavement. And so it was like, you know, the old, old town heroes come home, you know, the authorities and uh, Pavement played in Stockton. Now, I noticed that the Bob Hope Theater was built by a guy, Alex Spanos, that gave $5 billion or something to Bush. Did you know that? Yeah, he, he didn't build it, but he, I think he put the money up to uh, restore it. So it's great that a guy that loves Bush or Reagan is paying for indirectly a gig for the authorities that have a song called I Hate cops. Were there any cops at all at the gig? What has the reaction been to I Hate Cops over the years? And could you buy the record back then in Stockton, California? Did any stores refuse to stock it? What were the stores that stocked it? Well, I think there was only a few stores that you could actually buy a record at. Well, there's, there was Tower Records, uh, The Record Factory, and Freedus Music. And uh, yeah, we used to sell a few there. Was there any reaction from the cops at all? Was there any censorship or anything like that? Because that's a cop killer, iced tea. Did it remind you of that or anything? That, well, we were before that. Uh, the, the, the one uh, funny story I can... Uh, our, our old guitarist, Nick Kappas, he, uh, we, we opened up for the Rocky Horror Picture Show and a riot broke out. Now, this must be kind of a hard gig opening up for the Rocky Horror... Were people throwing stuff early at you? Oh, no, no, no. Because that's the whole thing. You know, you bring your stuff to throw. That's a hard gig. Yeah, the manager, she, she tried to get us to stop, and we wouldn't stop. And that's when everything started flying. And that's when the cops showed up, too. And uh, Nick got arrested. And on, on the poster, it said the authorities playing their hit single, I Hate Cops. And as they were taking Nick away, the cop was reading the poster. And he looked at Nick and said, can't wait to hear your single, Kappas. Boom! The authorities. What was the song "Shot in the Head" about, Kurt? What was that song about? I love that tune. "Shot in the Head." I I wrote that when I was working. Uh, Nick Nick played the little intro, and then I just came up with the words. Just sounded like "Shot in the Head," "Shot in the Head," and it just. Is there a story there? It seems like there's a neat story with that one. Uh, there was, you know, Stockton being in California and America. There's a lot of gunplay going on on the weekends, and I just thought, you know, you're out having fun on the weekends, you know, and look around and I wonder how many people got guns. Anything else you'd like to add to the people out there at all? The authorities. 
Come see us tomorrow night at the Rickshaw Theater by our new CD, Kung Pao Gogo. And right now, we are going to play something from your brand new CD. And why should people care about the authorities? Why should people care? Because we care about you. Well, thanks so much, authorities. Keep on rocking in the free world and doot doot a loot do. Doot doot. Sense of hope from the depths of despair. Just someone off the road.